Swamiji, are there hidden meanings behind Christ's nativity? You know, it's a very symbolic story. The First of all, the, the star of um, the East, the star of Bethlehem. If you look, think, of, think of it literally, any star that you see over a building, if you go behind that building, will be over the next building or over a hilltop. Anything that far away cannot be over a building. Actually, what it meant is that the, the, well, the spiritual eye is something you see in the forehead. It's interesting because most people haven't seen it, but some people have seen it who have, didn't know what it was. I remember in Italy, <clears throat> we wanted for our temple in Assisi to have a symbol of the spiritual eye. And they went to Murano where they make a lot of glass works there. And they went to one particular person there who was a devout Christian and asked him if he could do this, this symbol for him. And he got all excited. He said, but I've been seeing this. All my life I've seen this. What is it? The thing is that there is a reflection of light here coming from the medulla, which is the seat. Mind you, this is all very esoteric, but there are esoteric aspects to your nature. Your ego is centered in the medulla. And uh, <clears throat> that's why they speak of somebody who's um, taught looking down his nose at people. What, what it means is that he looks at them this way because the tension here, because due to excessive ego or pride, draws his head backward. You'll see people who are proud look like this, or they tend to shake their heads back and forth, and all of it shows the focusing of energy here. Now, the spiritual center in the body is this center of the Christ center between the eyebrows. And uh, you'll notice that when they have pictures of saints, they always are depicted looking up. And the pictures of the uh, photographs of the children at Garabandal, their eyes were so much up that they were rolled into their heads. And with that movement, they were able to run at top speed, but uh, still keep their eyes centered here. This is not something I would recommend, but I do say that when your energy is here, this is where you feel ecstasy. And when your energy is centered here, this is where you feel concentration and also willpower. It's the seat of your higher consciousness. Now that light from the medulla coming into the body is reflected here, and it's visible as a, what is it called, the spiritual eye, which is a, a uh, field of blue, which corresponds to the white here. The iris corresponds to that, that uh, I'm sorry, field of gold, uh, which corresponds to the white of the eye. The iris, which corresponds to the um, Christ consciousness. The blue is the energy, the gold is the energy of the astral world and of Om. The blue represents the Christ consciousness. And I could say this, but I say it jokingly because I have blue eyes, therefore I'm more spiritual. But of course, I don't mean that because the color of your iris doesn't really reflect. In fact, my guru's eyes were brown. But the truth is that in the spiritual eye, you do see a deep field of blue. 
And here's the point, too, that in the center of that field, just comparable to the pupil of the eye, the physical eye is also a reflection from the medulla. The in the center of the spiritual eye is a five-pointed star. And literally speaking, you may say that we are made in the image of God because when you stand with your arms out and your feet apart and your head up, that makes a five-pointed star. And we, when we go into deep meditation, first of all, we enter into that astral energy and into Om. Then when the consciousness becomes deeper, there's a tunnel that opens up and you enter into this blue field. And then finally, when you can enter into that star, then you see the kingdom of God or the infinite beyond creation. Now, the wise men in the Bible who came to see Jesus, they said they had seen his star in the east. What this meant was that Jesus had descended from that highest level. He was not a, an angel from a lower level. Religions that teach um, from angelic guidance are a lower level of religion. Those which teach the truth, the highest religions, come from that star. They come from God himself and from oneness with God and communion with him. And what this stated in the Bible was that those wise men had seen his star in the east and it, <clears throat> it meant that Jesus had come and when they saw that light over the stable in Bethlehem, it meant that Jesus had, had uh, manifested, that the divine God himself had manifested in that form. It's a very deep and very esoteric but very important distinction. Now, another interesting thing is that those three wise men saw his star in the east and followed it westward. Obviously, they were, if they saw it in the east, they should have been going toward India, but they were going westward. It didn't mean literally. It meant they saw his star here. They were great masters. They weren't just astrologers. They weren't just... Uh, whatever they like to think of them, kings and so on. We three kings of Orient are. It wasn't that. They were kings in God. They were great masters. In fact, master told us that they were our line of gurus, but I won't go into that now. But they came to the stable where Christ was born to help to announce from God himself that this was a divine incarnation and that it would Declare to mankind a divine message.